What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condes Presley, and we're going to spend a few minutes today talking about your wellness, especially how you can feel so much better coming up on Thursday, because if you're in downtown Atlanta next Thursday afternoon, you will see or you will be part of this large rush of foot traffic during the rush hour. We've got runners and walkers taking over the streets on September 22nd. It is the annual Kaiser Permanente Corporate Run Walk. It's a 5K that starts near Turner Field, winds through the city. And joining me today are, and didn't we love the Olympics this year, Olympian turned race director Jeff Galloway. Jeff, it's so good to see you again. And Jeff has brought with him Kaiser Permanente's Total Health Lead. He is the Georgia Total Health Lead, and you're going to explain to me what that means, uh, right. Dr. Reggie Mason. They join us to tell us everything we need to know about this year's 5K, how you can start a wellness or fitness program. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming by. Great to be here. So what does it mean, Dr. Mason, to be the Total Health Lead for Georgia? Well, Total Health for Kaiser Permanente really means that we're looking at upstream effects of, of health. Um, so by upstream, I mean things that happen to you before you get to the doctor's office. Um, be, becoming sedentary, uh, being overweight, having prediabetes, having erectile dysfunction. All these things ultimately may bring you to the doctor's office or the cardiology suite or the operating room, but we're trying to affect those factors that got you to that point in the first place. So we realize that our communities uh, and our membership at, uh, for Kaiser Permanente needs to be aware of these things and we need to work on those factors, starting when they're kids, to get people moving, to get people eating the right things, not um, consuming alcohol, not consuming uh, tobacco or excess alcohol, and having a, a good um, spiritual and behavioral mental approach to life. One of the great things about Kaiser Permanente, and it's why I'm always so happy to have representatives come and be on the program, is because of this total approach to health and to wellness and preventive care, doing what you need to do so that you don't have to feel bad and go to the doctor. That's right. Yes, absolutely. So we know that uh, those behavioral factors, so much of our health is, is determined by behavioral factors. So we're, our, we're seeking to influence those behaviors in a positive way. So there may be some of our listeners who aren't totally familiar with this corporate run, walk, and fitness program. What makes it different than some of the other 5Ks that people may be familiar with in the city? Sure. Well, of course, there are lots of great uh, activities, 5Ks going on. But the thing that's unique about the Kaiser Permanente corporate run, walk is that it actually does target the employees of companies. And so we, we appeal to companies to um, ask their employees to sign up as teams. And of course, it's great if your doctor tells you, hey, you, you should be more physically active. But isn't it better if your coworker says, 
hey, Condis, we're doing this activity and we, we're going to run a 5K. Why don't you join us? We're going to go on a 20-minute walk to start out. We know that a group of employees working in the same place, encouraging each other to prepare for the uh, Kaiser Permanente corporate run walk and to, who participate together in that run walk are much more likely to be active after the run walk and maybe get ready for next year's activity. So in that way, we cascade this message and model of physical wellness through physical activity throughout our Atlanta community. So it's, it's really individuals are welcome to sign up and you can sign up until September 19th, but we're really targeting companies and their employees. So it's a great team building activity as Absolutely. well as a great uh, wellness activity and creates accountability and partners because I know there are so many people who say, well, I would do that, but I don't really have anybody to hold me accountable to make sure Correct. That I get out there and, and get moving. Absolutely. Kindness, you are right on target. As Dr. Mason said, this is a team-building event, and it's designed to bring companies together and, and also for individuals to come and have an eight-week get-in-shape wellness program. A lot of companies have started their wellness program because of this event. And uh, when it's fun and upbeat and you're supporting one another at the office, uh, we also offer a whole series of things such as free walks and free runs and leading up to it at Fidipity's stores. Uh, we have a free boot camp on Saturday morning and uh, free three-week membership to LA Fitness. Outstanding. So this is really is. I'm surprised if folks haven't heard about it because this has been this. We've had this race now. This corporate team building activity sponsored by Kaiser Permanente for the last 34 years, Jeff. That's correct. We started with 900 people and we'll be well over 16,000 strong uh, this year. And 5K now, because you see, I've got my my Fitbit on, so I'm doing okay today. So a 5K <laughs> is how many miles? How many steps is that? Folks counting their steps. Well, that's 3.1 miles, and for most people, we're talking about somewhere around uh, 4,500 to 5,500 steps. So you can get in a good a lot chunk of, of that 10,000 of the day. Absolutely right. If you take short strides, then you'll get more steps. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a dirty little secret, <laughs> and you heard it from the doctor. You know, that's something I have to think about because I got long legs and I'm always walking more. But you're right, that short stride, I'll get more steps. So, is there anything you know? We talked a little bit about the fact that the race has been in the community for the last 34 years, and that has evolved in many ways. New things that we're doing. Absolutely, we've got a new course that we tried out last year. So. Uh, when we were on the show last year, we weren't able to tell you how well it worked, and we got so many positive comments on that course. We've never gotten as many positive comments on the old course in all the years we ran it, but it goes by a lot of the major landmarks in Atlanta, including the new Falcon Stadium, and then uh, starts and finishes right under the Olympic rings. It uh, has this uh, wonderful series of uh, support mechanism, including a program called MyLaps, which What's is, that? well, it's a computer chip that's embedded in your uh, bib number, and that's the number that you wear, whether you walk or whether you run, and uh, you, you can get your own results as well as track your friends. So it's a good way that people and companies can stay in touch and then corral one another when they get to the finish line. Absolutely. Dr. Mason, Kaiser Permanente is behind a, a program called Everybody Walk. That's right. Uh, and I like the play on words there. Everybody is in all, but then 
everybody that's you and you and you a campaign encouraging people to walk at least a half hour a day five days a week you guys are just so passionate is that why this is your signature event absolutely and it goes back to what i was saying about total health and those upstream factors the thing that things that get you to the doctor in the first place so we as a as a running community we're aware of the benefits of of exercise but we want to generalize that message to everyone. We want to model it, and then we want to have people begin to participate in an incremental way. You know, if you can't run 30 minutes, it's okay. Maybe you can walk 30 minutes. If you can't walk 30 minutes, maybe you can walk 10 minutes three times a day. So we, let, we, uh, we want people to get involved incrementally, little by little, to become more physically active. And guess what? People who are more physically active who are beginning to um, move for 30 minutes five times a week, they also begin to eat better. And so we see that there is, we see this uh, gathering uh, momentum around health when we see people begin to be physically active. In addition to that, we, uh, obviously the Kaiser Permanente um, corporate run walk is a big button to push to drive health. But in addition, at Kaiser Permanente, we, we're more than just an insurance company. We have a, a group of physicians, Kaiser Permanente physicians, more than 500 strong, that, uh, that are at our medical centers, uh, medical offices, and our partner hospitals to drive, um, to help with what I call traditional disease management. So, and they are, we're connected and collaborative, and we're actually a pretty healthy group as in general. So we tend to preach what we practice, if you will. That's nice. So is it fair to assume that you all will have multiple teams participating if folks aren't scheduled to work next Thursday? We absolutely will. We're um, providing transportation for our employees, and we encourage any companies out there to just uh, sign up a team, uh, get moving. The walk, we have many more walkers than runners, and that's great for us. We love that. Um, We just want to get people moving and begin to use this uh, event to drive um, work, uh, workforce wellness, if you will, in a very organic way. So that's our goal. Jeff, paint a picture for us. What can our runners and our walkers expect Thursday afternoon? Well, uh, first of all, just let me reinforce what uh, you and Dr. Mason said. I've worked with dozens of healthcare providers. I've not seen any other company that practices what they preach and promotes fitness. And as we know, if fitness were a pill, it would be the most heavily prescribed in the history of mankind. Mm-hmm. But here's what you can expect. Uh, the uh, village gathering area is where the old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium used to be, and it's filled with tents with avenues that go up and down. It's like a little Olympic village, and it's full of excitement. Uh, there so you is, get to start, start getting those steps in even before the walk officially you will. begins. Absolutely. You, you'll walk all <laughs> over the place to see the things that are on display there, including an interactive zone. Mm. So we'll have things going on, and uh, WSB and the River and other uh, organizations here are going to have things on display and a way to connect up too. Uh, you'll also see uh, giveaways, live music, mm-hmm. uh, there'll be fitness instruction there and uh, companies will have their own tents. It's just a very exciting, upbeat 
experience. The race kicks off at 6.30. The starting line is right under the Olympic rings. Uh, and the last section of the course is actually downhill. And right after the race, there's live music by Rupert's Orchestra. Fabulous sound. Dr. Mason, we're going to get folks started if they're not already started on a team. I assume there's still a little bit time to register. There certainly is. And I bet you guys provide support after the race to keep people moving. Absolutely. So if you go to kpcorporaterunwalk.com, you can still register as an individual or as or you as a team and get your team uh, moving and get started. If you haven't participated in, in the eight-week uh, preparatory um, program that Jeff described, then you can still get out there and walk. If you can run a little, fine. If you can't, that's fine, too. Just get out there. Enjoy the event. It's a beautiful event. And get people started. And then once your company uh, has that kind of momentum, then you're going to you're on your way to becoming a more fit uh, company and a more uh, with less uh, absenteeism, better morale, better productivity. It's really, as Jeff said, if it was a pill, it'd be the best-selling pill. It's a shame that it isn't, but we'll get out there and move with you. How about that? <laughs> that sounds good. And All right. Go ahead and I'll finish your thought. Oh, yeah, I don't so, want to cut you off. Oh, yeah. No worries. So the other thing is that with our, uh, with our uh, corporate customers or company customers, we do uh, devise wellness programs that are customized to that particular company's needs. So maybe there's a warehousing company um, that's mostly men. They may have different needs from a group of millennial techies, from a group of uh, administrative, mostly administrative people. So we devise these workplace wellness programs. We have a whole department committed to it. And uh, once again, we know that that's going to benefit our customers. And ultimately, these types of events are going to benefit the entire Atlanta community. All right, Jeff, I'm going to give you the final word before we close this out. This is a fun event, and you can gently walk and get all the benefits. Turns on your brain and extends your lifespan. For every half hour you walk, you get an hour extended to your life. What a deal. That's a great <laughs> deal. Absolutely. To learn more, again, again, to learn more about the Kaiser Permanente Corporate Run Walk, there's a website you can go to. It's KP Corporate Run Walk. That's all one word, dot com. Guys, thanks for being here. Thank you for Great coming. to be here. Now that we're getting you healthy, let's get you some money. That is, if your business needs it. Our guest is Mark Hanna. He comes to us from Georgia Tech and the Enterprise Innovation Institute. He is the director of a program called CTAC, the Southeastern Trade Adjustment Assistance Center. Mark, did I say all of that right? You did. And what is it that you guys do? We help U.S. manufacturing firms headquartered in the Southeast that have been hurt by import competition. Firms that have experienced declines in sales and employment during the most recent two years due to the effect of cheap imports for the product lines that they make. What kind of businesses are eligible for this assistance? Manufacturing firms, mostly, and to some extent, service firms service firms that do work similar to manufacturing firms. Can you give us some examples for, of, for, uh, yeah, go ahead. For example, a, a service firm that is doing some anodizing or painting or finishing of somebody else's product, they're doing a service. They could potentially um, qualify into the program. Now, a service firm that's a, a CPA type thing, an accounting firm, was is not going to uh, be able to qualify in. We work with manufacturers. How much federal assistance 
can a business who has suffered some loss in the last two years receive? Can be It, it can be up to $75,000 of government funds on a cost-share basis so that if the government's going to kick in $75,000 to help a company, the company's going to match that. We work on one project, one or two projects a year, and companies are with the program for up to five years. What sorts of things will these federal dollars pay for up to $75,000? Any type of work that an outside consultant can do to help the company improve. Uh, marketing type projects, website projects, installing uh, an ERP system or computer system. We can't use the funds to buy assets or computer hardware uh, or computer software. Uh, we can't do anything that pays company employees, so it has to be an, out, an outside consultant. Grants range from as little as $30,000 to as much as $75,000 on this cost share basis that you just described. How do you differentiate between a large grant of $75,000 and a small grant of about thirty? The small one you're talking about is what we call the mini program. It's for, as you would expect, smaller companies, around a million or so in sales. It's $30,000, but it's, that's at a 75% cost share. So the government's going to kick in twenty two five. The company pays only twenty five percent, so seventy five hundred, and it caps out at that thirty thousand dollars. Can you walk us through a sample collaboration, a success story that you might have worked through recently? A company comes into the program. They go through a petition process, which um, is fairly involved. Uh, they're giving us two years of their all of their information, their their financials, uh, uh, an audited audited financials. They're going to give us some pages, the first few three or four pages of their income tax returns for those same two years. We're looking to do to verify the declines in sales and the employment. And then we do some research as, as to the type of products that the company makes through the harmonized tariff schedule to be able to show that imports have been increasing in the product line that they make. That information then goes to Washington. They evaluate it. They certify the company into the program. And at that point, SeaTac can go out to the company and we do a diagnostic analysis. We take a look at all of the operating areas of the company. We're doing two things. We're going to be building a report to tell Washington about the company they're going to be investing their money in. But also, we're looking for things we can do to help the company improve in each of the operating areas um, where we're going to do those projects to spend the money that they qualify for. Um, so... We go to a company and we're going to come up with half a dozen projects, a website. They might need some uh, training on some computer equipment or computer system. They might need some in the manufacturing area. They might need some help in process layout, process development, uh, some training on some equipment kind of thing, recalibrating some equipment. Um, honestly, it can be just about anything that an outside consultant can do to help the company improve. There's, there's only those three restrictions on the money. We can't buy equipment. We can't um, pay or buy computer equipment or software. And we can't pay for general education. If you've got 10 employees that need help with algebra, for example, that's generally available in a local community school, and we can't help with that. But we can help, and often do, help with all kinds of training that's specific to your business. So the certification happens uh, at no cost. But how long does it take for a firm that says, okay, this is something that, that we need to get back on our feet, and we go through the certification process? How About how long is there a typical amount of time that it takes 
for a company to be approved? Yes. Um, that's probably the, the, the most difficult piece is the time it takes to get a company into the program. It can take anywhere from, we usually, usually say 90 to 120 days. That's three to six months to get into the program. But once they're in the program, to do a project, to get a project approved and the contracts written, et cetera, we can probably do that within, within a week's time. So that happens pretty quick. Oh, so the, 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 the turnaround and going in and after the assessment is done and saying, we can help you with this, 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 and this. You need a new website. You need new marketing materials. We can help you with this. Once you lay out that plan, that's lightning fast. It happens very quick, yes. And, but then implementation must take a, a bit. Well, it depends on you know, what they're going to be doing and what the consultant's timetable is, that kind of thing. It's, it's work being done by a consultant. The, the client company has full control at that point over wh- which consultant he chooses. He can choose the cheapest or the most expensive. Uh, at that point, we are no longer, we're pretty much just contract managers at that point. We're not allowed to make the decisions for the company. We're not allowed, and, and we don't want the responsibility. And to be honest, a company owner is not going to want somebody from the government making decisions for his company. So you facilitate the relationship. Absolutely. So these consultants who come in and help these companies, uh, who are they, how are they found, and do you have enough? Um, Consultants, we have a database. In our database, we have consultants that we've used in the past. That's one, or that's a first choice. Um, We try, if not, we try to look for consultants that are fairly local to that manufacturing company. Our small to medium-sized manufacturing clients are typically aren't interested in flying somebody from California or Chicago down here. So we try to look for a local consultant to do the work. Um, and the, cons- the, the client company has full determination on which consultant he wants to use. You know, we're, we're not, like as I mentioned before, we're not part of that decision. So if it's not a fit, does the client have an opportunity to go in and say, okay, well, this isn't really working with consultant A, and they come back absolutely. and say, can you hook us up with somebody else, connect us with another a- consultant? Absolutely. And all we do is if we've got an existing contract with that consultant and it's not working out, we'll just tell them, okay, we need to you know, stop this thing, send me your invoice for whatever work you've done so far, we terminate it, and then move on. And we, we use monthly progress billing to to be in control of the process is the client happy is the consultant happy is the relationship working out so that you don't get to the end of a $50,000 project and find out oh we didn't didn't do it we're we're checking on that each month is everybody happy and and so we get to the end of a project and everybody's happy that's the goal how long have these resources been available to for you all to be able to facilitate the kind of relationships that you are between businesses in need, manufacturing companies that are in need in Metro Atlanta, in Georgia, with these federal dollars that are available? The program has been around since the Trade Act of 1974. So So that's a minute, yes. It's 40-whatever years, 42 years or whatever. Um, We've been at Georgia Tech for almost all of that. Okay. Um, The program is a best-kept secret, no doubt. Well, we're trying to blow that out of the water today. Clients are always telling me, where have you been? Right. Because we're not allowed to advertise. We're not allowed, you know, we can only, uh, it's by word of mouth or cold call, uh, referrals from other clients or consultants, that kind of thing. And that's, that's all we're able to do. So when we talk about the manufacturing industry, I was reading on the website and I saw one success story involved a company that made cabinets. 
another success story involved a company that that manufactured something else. But my sense is that if you are a small, medium, large size business that makes something and, as you said, have been hurt by imports over the last couple of years, these dollars and your resources and your data bank of consultants are available at essentially no cost to the business to help bring the business back. Have I summarized what we're talking about? Well, pretty much. No, when you say no cost, I mean, there is the cost share of, of their course. portion of, of that project. Uh, to get into the program is no cost to the company. Um, there, there is a cost for the diagnostic report business, uh, but the cap on that one is the most any company is going to pay is three thousand uh, dollars. The gov the 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 cost will be, for example, twelve thousand dollars, but the government is paying nine uh, seventy five percent of that nine thousand dollars. Understand. The company pays the rem remaining up to three thousand dollars, and that's for a, a larger company. Smaller companies are down from that. And by and large, at the end of the consulting process, at the at the end of the implementation stage of the recommendations that your consultants provide these manufacturers, really, they are quite honestly turning around their business and going back from being in the red to moving Absolutely. into the black. Absolutely. And that's the goal with, the, with this. And by the time they've been with us for five years, they like the program. They're, they're friends. You know, you've been working with this guy for five years and helping this company. You become friends. So they... In general, all of our clients really like the program. So if folks want information, if there's a listener uh, who knows somebody or their business could use the resources of CTAC, how do, they, how do they find you? How do they find out if they meet the criteria for the assistance? And, and get, get going. There's um, probably the easiest is, is our website, ctac.org. But there's also our national website is taccenters.org, T A A C. E-N-T-E-R-S dot org. And that's probably the easiest. Easiest way. Well, we'll send some folks there. Mark Hanna, the director of CTAC from over in the Georgia Tech Enterprise Innovation Institute. Appreciate your time. I'm hoping that there are some listeners out there who have businesses that could use your assistance and that you guys can help connect these consultants, these manufacturers, and turn some more business around and help grow our economy a little bit more. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, MyAndalusCondo29 on Twitter, or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.